So, so the first thing I heard from anyone about this movie, and it was, I appreciate it, it was a very non-spoiler thing, but they were just like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, there's just not really a way to explain what you're seeing until you some someone else has seen it. Like, it's just, it's such a, it's on a scale that I've never seen before. Yeah, it. I would, I would definitely agree with that. I think that we've seen single location scale bigger than this with, oh, uh, yeah. say, Lord of the Rings and whatnot. But as far as being globe trotting and all encompassing, it was definitely of a scale where, personally, I think it went just a step too far, where it was too many balls to juggle and a lot of people got shortchanged. It was, but it was a lot. It was on. a lot going on. But I mean, to to give them kudos, it wasn't hard to understand. No. Like they made it very, they dissolved it enough to make it palatable. And that made it a little bit easier to deal with all of that. Like I never questioned like, okay, so what's their deal right now? Like right. what are they doing? All right. Shall we, shall we start Let's talking? Let's do about? this. Oh. Something half of the cast of Avengers Infinity War aren't going to be saying. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. We're not going to give you a time. It's just spoilers. I really want to see somebody put together an in memoriam reel that's just members of the Avengers who died in this movie. Uh, and, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I guess. Since that was all of them except for poor Rocket. Yeah. I have to say, though, not to uh, go too far ahead, but I kind of want to ask you, which one was the hardest for you to watch at the end? Uh, definitely Spider-Man. Me too. He, it was just so earnest and how he looked so terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that, honestly, that got me. Like that, uh, so I'm glad you felt similarly. Like, that was really, really hard for me to watch. I mean, you've got like, you get two deaths that seem pretty final, and then you've got a lot of deaths that seem unclear. Three, no, three deaths that seem final. I mean, considering the way they left this, I. Who knows if any deaths are going to be final because they don't have to show everybody getting resurrected. Like, if they want to, they can just keep the option and bring Loki back, for instance, just by being like, oh, no, when we got the Infinity Gauntlet in the last movie here, whatever the fourth one's going to be called, Avengers Forever, um, then maybe uh, we just read redid everything up to that point and maybe if they want to bring Loki back they can or if they want to bring Vision back they can or if Quicksilver is suddenly alive although I don't think that's going to happen but no everyone likes Evan Peters more it's true Um, it's true yeah I mean he does it better better soundtrack he was set uh you know he was set up to succeed in that situation oh absolutely um yeah so I have to say that the hardest thing I think for this movie for, for me was that you have these two Marvel films that just came out in the last year <clears throat> that just did very well, had a lot of, you know, positive reaction. You've got Ragnarok, everyone's 
doing really well. And then you've got Black Panther and everyone's like so fucking jazzed at that point. And I think the hardest thing for me with this movie was um, the fact that it basically blew both those films to shit at the end, by the end. Like the first 10 minutes were really hard because I love Ragnarok, you know that. Mm -hmm. And then just finding out like, oh, so like 10 minutes later, they're all dead? Great. Yeah. Great. Where's Korg? Korg's dead. Um, yeah, that was that was rough for me. I, I it's interesting because I I was pretty positive Tom Hiddleston wasn't making past the first scene. Like from the get go, I was pretty sure he was he was gone. Yeah. And everyone was like, "No, he's gonna side with Thanos." And uh, I was like, "No, <laughs> not gonna happen." Uh, I'm like, "No, that's not gonna happen." No. And then you know the other part being just the very everyone's like super invested in T'Challa and then his part was this big (laughs) you basically uh you basically saw all of T'Challa in the trailers like yeah you really did he's not in it it's not um which I think is partially they shot this so far in advance they didn't realize how well Black Panther was going to do because they couldn't project that and they didn't but also if it's got Avengers in the title you don't get to shortchange Robert Downey Jr. of his time. So somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody's got to pay. I did pay. find it funny. I was so ready. I prepared myself for him to die. Like, I was ready for him to die. I had accepted it. And I was pretty sure Cap was going to die. Like, those were the two that I was like, I'm, I'm, I think one of them is going to die, if not both of them. And when I started finding out that their storylines weren't, they weren't in the same, you know, story. Right. I was like, okay, then I think it's possible they're both going to die. And then neither of them died. (laughs) Yeah, I think, like, if I had to give, like, an overall reaction to this movie, I think that it it let me down with a lot of expectations I had, but where it surprised me, I was blown away. The things that it did that I did not see coming um, really really hit it out of the park did you have any letdowns were there anything you were hoping would happen or wanted to happen that didn't and you were like oh man Hmm. i was kind of let down by the whole soul stone premise for a lot of reasons uh i kind of felt was i mean i understood why because they were trying to develop thanos as a character and that was a really big scene for that but I didn't I didn't really like where that ended up. I, just the random we're going to bring back the villain from Captain America First Avenger. You guys remember my favorite thing was listening to the people around me be like, "Wait. Wait, is that is that wait. Wait. The, that's the guy that is that Hugo Weaving?" <laughs> no, it is not. It's a different guy. <laughs> um the thing that I think would have made that scene perfect is if the flashbacks that they'd had with Gamora had been in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and they'd given us a new flashback in this movie. If they'd sowed the seeds of that relationship and we'd really felt that because I never felt like a real father-daughter thing going on in the first two movies where yeah, you she got, talks about it. Yeah, you got the sister it. dynamic last movie, yeah. so why not? Well, yeah, and the film of the... And the, the theme of... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was fatherhood. 
So it would have been mm-hmm. really easy to shoehorn that in. It wouldn't have felt shoehorned. It would have been her having a conversation, and then maybe maybe she has a dream or something. I don't know. You don't have to fix it perfectly, but yeah. personally, seeing the Red Skull was my favorite surprise because he's my favorite Marvel villain outside of the X-Men, and I was just so happy that he's around in some context. I did. I, I mean, it was funny. I, I just didn't like the planet. Like, I just thought no, it was, no, uh, yeah. I, I just felt like that was, and I, I was so, I was so prepared for Nebula to die after Guardi- uh, Guardians Volume 2, like, so prepared. And the guy that was sitting next to me was very quick to comment, she's like one of the two people that survived on Titan. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, yep. I found a crow, I'm eating it. No, but <laughs> and, nobody's and, Deadpool for this was correct. Nobody, I think, predicted oh, yeah. accurately how many people, who and how many were going to die. We oh, didn't lose yeah. a single founding Avenger. All the founding Avengers no. made it through because they've got to really save the day now that they've culled the herd with all these, you know, second string guys. It's interesting, though. I mean, I was thinking about that after the fact, but I was like, wow, they have done a pretty good job of getting us like attached to these certain characters, though, mm-hmm. where you don't think like, oh, yeah, they can came in towards the end. Oh, oh the other thing is like that, like throwaway line to explain why Ant-Man and Hawkeye weren't there. Yeah. That let me down so much. Freaking stupid. And also Val not being in it. I mean, I understand why she's not in it, but what happened to her? She was on that ship. Mm. Like, that's something I'm very curious about. Oh, I like Thor with one eye. Thank you. There was no reason. There was no reason to undo it. Like, one of the best lines was he's like a, you know, like a pirate crossed with an angel. When Drax described Thor that way, I was like, thank you, Drax. This is the most I've ever liked you. (laughs) Yeah, I have to say, um, Thor with the Guardians was pretty was pretty perfect like i was i was definitely on i was sorry nice machine uh i was definitely on board with that i would Um, love thor in guardians volume three i think he should be with the guardians in volume three but yeah i i really enjoyed that there i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think there was oh i loved also the whole these two, like all these different franchises kind of converging. And so like the names, mm-hmm. so how Iron Man referred to, to Dr. Strange as the wizard. Mm-hmm. It's like this, they're chasing the wizard to get mm-hmm. the stone. And that's so, the wizard and then, kid. <laughs> uh, that's the wizard. And then when, when Peter's going out, out of the little spot, he's like, he's like magic, magic with a kick. And the, that I thought that was so great. great. I loved, I loved how those, those, I thought they did that. It, the the interweaving of that really seamlessly and also like with Thor calling Rocket Rabbit. Rabbit and um, Tree. Oh. These are my friends. Rabbit and Tree. I loved that. Um, I was happy to see Dinklage, but I really thought he was underutilized and could would have been better. I, no, I, I didn't think he was cast appropriately. I thought he would be uh, Corvus and... I would have been really, really happy with that. And I know that everyone was like, oh, yeah, like that's what he's going to be. And then everyone's like, no, he's going to make some weapons. And it's sort of a bit thing. But, you know, yeah. RIP Idris Elba, too. Okay, I'm done. What, what, tell me about what what made you happy and sad and glad. Um, <clears throat> I think I, I thoroughly enjoyed 
uh, Thor with the Guardians as well. And I thought that um, this was the most I'd ever... Like, I liked Guardians Volume 2 a lot more than Guardians Volume 1. Um, and I really am liking the Guardians more each time. Like, Nebula I didn't get very much of, which is uh, okay, but I, I like Nebula. I did, while the way it played out sucked, Gamora insisting with Peter, you have to kill me. But then it's like, wait, wait, wait. So he has to kill you to save the universe, but you couldn't let your sister die? I get it. I get it. But it's like, practice what you preach, Gamora. Like, hard sacrifices all around. Um, but I really I really liked Drax more than I've ever liked Drax. He was great. And so was... Um, oh, shoot. Uh, the other... Um, Who are you trying to think of? With the antennae. Um, Mantis. Mantis. Thank you. I kept... <laughs> They kept wanting to call her Junebug, and I was like, that ain't right. Um, <laughs> I think it's more appropriate. Yeah. No, she was very funny. We're here to uh, take a- take ass and, and kick names. And kick names. Yeah. That was, that a, was, gr- that was a great That was a great line. I, was, I definitely, I think fun. with the Guardians, I, I laughed more. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty great mixture of I could be really intent upon a scene. Mm-hmm. And like, or like nervous or kind of like upset. And then I could be laughing like the next scene. And I thought that was pretty, pretty impressive. Cause that doesn't yeah. normally happen. Cause I, I get kind of lost in the absurdity sometimes. And I know. that didn't happen too many times. I had a few moments, but. No. Um, like I said, I loved the Red Skull coming back. He's one of my all time favorites. Uh, so I was really happy to see him in any capacity. And I thought it was really interesting what they did with him. And. Since they've cast another actor, they could bring him like he could be a villain in a in a future Guardians. He won't be, but in like a future Captain Marvel movie or a future something that Thor's in or whatever, like he could be really well utilized in his new Keeper of the Stone kind of role. That would be fascinating. But um, I was really really happy with how Spider Man uh, contributed. But I was also super disappointed in how much Bruce Banner sucked. <laughs> like after being so so good after being in inter- interesting in Ragnarok, yeah. And it well, just feels I, like I with each funny. movie, Ruffalo is getting a little less invested, and it just seems like he's a little less science whiz guy with an anger problem and just a little more hapless. And I don't, I don't know where that's coming from, and I don't like it. Uh, the most ridiculous image for me was when they're all in Wakanda, and you see Ruffalo's little head coming out of the Hulk Smasher, or like, like so just, bad. It just looks so stupid, and it like it looks poorly done. Yes, it was. That was like the worst CGI shot in the whole thing. Where I was like, you couldn't have. Come on, guys. Come on. It's like guys, it you looked... saved money on not having the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Spend it there. So that was irritating. Um, I didn't like how Cap's team was shortchanged because I am Team Cap all the way. Um, he didn't get to talk much. Same. He was just like, yep, nope, we're going to help out Vision. And Black Widow's here. Say hi, Black Widow. Hello. And there's uh, there's Hawkeye. She's yep, I'm going to be up in the yeah. air with Rhodey. Hey, we're, we're black guys in robotic suits. High five. Yeah. And it was 
just sort of, I don't know. I feel like you could have shaved a couple of jokes away from Robert Downey Jr. and given them time to talk about anything. Um, would have been nice. Uh, they had some good action in the in the Wakanda conflict, but overall I was disappointed with all the stuff that was going on on Earth after Benedict Cumberbatch and Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland all flew away um, in the flying donut mobile. Um, so so after the first 35 minutes, <laughs> Earth yeah, was just not a place to be. No, it wasn't. And it sucked because some of my favorite characters were there, but they really got shortchanged. Um, they did. But as much as some people kicked ass and some people didn't, I think there's definitely some standouts. There's got to be some MVPs. So who were your two MVPs? Who were your two favorites in this movie okay. that just so crushed it for you? My first one, I feel like it is not a character I've ever felt uh, any sort of investment for. I actually really didn't like the casting when it was announced. And I've liked the movies, but always was underwhelmed by the role um but this movie i didn't think it was like the best uh the best job or anything like i didn't think it was like something that i was my life was changed for but the i actually felt things and i was i I just felt like it was such a huge transition from how i felt for so long about this character and the character is gamora and i feel like i've always bit had issue because gamora is the deadly most deadly assassin in in the universe and i yeah quote unquote like but i never felt that with this portrayal of her and so this time i i kind of felt like maybe she had been and she lost a lot of faith in what she was fighting for and that's why she's changed and i actually started questioning all of these things I would have loved to have had more backstory in the last two Guardians films, but I was really happy with her role. I really, I had a lot of feelings for it. And I think it was a really hard role for her to play because she's showing a lot of emotion. But if you think about she's showing a lot of emotion and she is very rarely talking to a real person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and, and like, it was pretty impressive what she was doing, thinking about that. And I think if you look at the first scene she's in compared to her last scene, it's such a huge transition because she's just, like, lounging on a chair listening to music, singing. And then her end scene where she is shoved into a chasm by her stepfather as his sacrifice to get the soul stone. Spoiler. Spoiler again. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, and that was definitely more of a role I thought was, I thought that was going to be Nebula's role, honestly, because mm-hmm. uh, she has this like anger towards Thanos that was even more pal- uh, more palpable than Gamora's, and so I thought that that might have come from like this fall from grace for her, and it was a lot more about like love because I feel like that is like a father daughter dynamic when a father disappoints you. Like, it's heartbreaking, and you, it does manifest itself in anger. And so I did kind of think Nebula was going to be the sacrifice because I thought that their bond, though she was Gamora was the favorite daughter, I felt like Nebula was going to be the sacrifice. I don't know why. That was... I mean, it was clear once they were there what was going to happen, but oh. even if it wasn't to Gamora and her bubble knife. Um, but, yeah. So I would say Gamora. She's one of she's my one of my standouts, and I know that like she wasn't the best 
or anything, but I was really impressed by the transition from The Last Guardians to this. I always want Zoe Saldana to do well because I like her and I think she does a good job at what she's given. Um, and I think she's the perfectly paired straight man to Star-Lord's funny guy. Um, and I just, I enjoy her work. But Gamora is kind of flat and totally unbelievable as the deadliest woman in the universe. Like, no, no, she's not. There is no way she is. You watch anything she's been in as Gamora and you're like, I mean, she's she's okay. She's competent, but there's, she's not really deadly by any stretch of the imagination. And like a lot of the Guardians, I've been hot or cold. I've gone back and forth with her. But I am, you know, happy with where she ended up and I feel like she's getting better. But uh, one of my favorites that I was not expecting at all was another Guardian, uh, Star-Lord, who I always find amusing and I always find pretty fun. Uh, But I really, really liked how well he worked in a team that was not his own in that fight against Mm -hmm. Thanos. I thought he did a really good job and was real fun. I loved when he flipped him off going through the portal. That was super fun. And... Three huge egos on that planet. Oh, and yeah. Then Thanos. And then Thanos. <laughs> yeah, there was, I mean, they were ego, the living planet. Um, you are welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Wait till you hear my alternate title for this one. It's a doozy. God, dang it. I need to think of that. You've got time. Okay. But he was, he was funny and his. His uh, manly off with Thor was fantastic. Uh, So he provided much needed comic relief. But also, I really believed how hard it was for him to try and pull the trigger on Gamora. And I, I did buy him breaking when they almost had the gauntlet off, you stupid fuck. Yeah, I, w- I was just like, so can we all say Peter Quill is the reason why all those people died? Oh, 100%. It is Peter Quill's fault. I will go on record saying it's Peter Quill's fault. Yep. Yeah. But up until that moment, I really, really enjoyed him. And it's the most I've enjoyed him sort of independent from like his relationship with Yondu was (laughs) what really made me like him in the last movie. But uh, he was, yeah, he was great. Who else did you like, Adair? Who was your other well, MVP? I, well, I think you can assume. I don't know why I went with Southern. I don't weird. know why either, but it's fine. Just do what you want to do. You're really freaking me out, Dan. It's late. I'm scared. It's later here and I'm more scared. I'm it's not Texas. a contest. It's always a contest with you. That's true. Everything um, is. It's so true. It's like sometimes I'm, I just tell you about my day and you just tell me about your day. I'm like, dude, it wasn't a contest. I was just was just telling you I'm in the hospital. I was just trying to be a good friend. Um, I don't know. Uh, so then I got intentionally in a car accident. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> while on the phone with a, you. Swerved it in incoming ve- traffic. It was a very weird thing to do. Uh, I think we know that like I'm, I'm Team Thor. In so many ways, I mean, like I like Thor. I've always liked Thor, but after Ragnarok, I was firmly sold, and this movie only just sealed that. Particularly pairing him with uh, Rabbit and Tree, I was, oh, yeah. I was, I was so sold. 
and it was just great. Like, I thought he did a really great job. I love that he, it seemed like he's really changed since this last, uh, the last movie. Like, he was cocky, but he seemed sort of unsure. And, like, the second he was rescued, he was just very, um, he knew what he needed to do. Like, he was like, I need to go and make a, a you know, a God-killing weapon. Like, I gotta go do that now. And he was so, like, sure of himself and had these great, and, like, his whole, that whole scene with the Guardians, like, I want to rewatch that scene between Thor and the Guardians, like, a thousand times, particularly when Peter's really afraid how she's, he's going to respond to Gamora being the stepdaughter of Thanos, uh, uh, and how he's it like starts explaining his whole like family dynamic he's like i get it families are weird families are hard <laughs> yep um and it was just like so ch- but i just like loved that moment because if you think about it like they all have really really fucked up like parody and then and then peter's just like trying to you know man off on and be like and yeah and my dad killed my mom and then i ended up having to kill my dad <laughs> just all this stuff. it was like great like i love it um so I would say, like, Thor, I I mean, he, I think, is always really solid, but I just felt like his his pairings really worked, and I think when he came into Wakanda, I was just really, really stoked, and I felt like it was totally made sense that he was the one that, like, finally stabbed Thanos. Ah! Should have gotten yeah. him in the head. Right. Or, like, his hand. Cut his hand off. Yeah! Those, that, there were better spots, buddy. I thought, yes. um, but Thor Thor was great. He didn't need to get his eye back. We already said that. That was dumb. He looks great with the eye patch. I, I really was upset That was about my only that. note. Yeah. I was like, Rocket, was like, why? Come on, man. It was dumb. Or just like mm-hmm. Marvel, why? Like, that's stupid. <laughs> that doesn't need to happen. It's an eye patch. It's not even CGI. It's an eye patch. <laughs> uh. I know. It was ridiculous. Um, and I liked the whole interaction with him and steve it's like did you get a haircut oh i see you're doing my beard now yeah also right? with when he's like that's my friend tree and he's like i am Groon. he's like i am steve rogers, steve rogers. <laughs> i am steve rogers God. no that was it was that the, was a great moment that was a really great cap moment. was underutilized and thoroughly I, but that moment made me ha- made me feel like okay yeah i mean the guy who made language a catchphrase like he can the man out of time is always good for a joke and a, a good moment, but they uh, they just kind of left him dangling. And I was like, come on, Russo brothers. Thought you had his back after the last two movies you did for him. Well, well this was supposed to be like, I felt like his comeback because like he, and, he had been kind of in hiding. He was sort of, he's mm-hmm. doing shadowy things, but you know. Well, apparently uh, Avengers 4 is going to take place five years after this. Yeah. yeah. So they got time to get the band back together and heal the wounds and come up with their master plan. I just hope that um, in that those five years that the world doesn't recover beautifully and it's like, wow, now that we're so much less populated, things are easier around here. Because <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. was not worth it. was not worth it. But speaking um, of terrible, was there anyone... That you were like, come on, what the shit? Boo, boo. Honestly, especially after Thor Ragnarok, I would have to say Bruce. Yeah. Like, I felt like he was sort of, meh. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I, I really got excited when I found out Carrie Coon was going to be a, a bad. And I just felt like she was, like, why cast someone? Like, everyone else is pretty much an unknown. Or, Could like, has done smaller features. But, like, why cast someone that's, like, was so well acclaimed for Fargo? Mm-hmm. And then I got, like, legitimately excited when I found out. And so, yeah, I, I would say that. I would say also kind of the CGI aspect of Peter Dinklage's character. I was like, mm, no. Um, so, But that was it. Like, it's all, like, more minor stuff. It's not anything awful. I feel like Marvel is slowly trying to fix its villain problem. It's not in any way there yet, but... I it's feel like closer. It's getting closer though. And I felt like it's doing a pretty decent job of having villain giving this a more of an arc to the villains that haven't been really given and to the point that you almost like understand their their point of view. Which I feel like in the last three Marvel f- films you're really starting to see uh, things are being repaired as far as that. Yeah. No weird night elf creatures. Oi. Thor Dark World and Iron Man 3 are, in my opinion, the worst two Marvel films. And I do not think anyone would really challenge me on that. No, they're but not great. They're just not. They're your favorites. But, I mean, like, <laughs> I feel like they fundamentally are I'm just, like, put in some effort. Just, like, any effort into this. Well, and like for as much as we talk about a villain's problem or things we want to see, Kevin Feige's laughing all the way to the bank, so we can editorialize all we want. He's just going to do what he wants to do. But I think there were some missed opportunities in this. Um, I think. Oh, agreed. I think that uh, I agree. The director's you, cut. You, you stole both of mine. Uh, Bruce and oh, Peter sorry. Dinklage were like super disappointing. Super, super mm-hmm. disappointing. Um, and, you know, Cap and Black Widow, two founding members, got the most shortchanged out of all the founding members. And that kind of irritated me. Mm -hmm. Outside of Hawkeye, he got the most shortchanged. He's at the farm with a bracelet on his ankle. He's like, ah, damn it, I can't go. Well, kids, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. Kids? Kids? Man, it's dirty in here. Look at all this ash. <laughs> that that's good. I just I that's what I wanted the end credit sequence to be was uh was Hawkeye playing video games with his kids and then his kids disappeared. I actually I was I was like pretty I was like I need some Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Yes. to iron this out and then and then when they showed up I was like, "Yeah." And then they both died. Yeah, they did. But that leads me to my biggest disappointment. The end credit sequence, because the two, the you know, the best Marvel end credit sequences, I think, surprise. For example, mm-hmm. when Thanos first appeared at the end oh, of, yeah. of Avengers, everyone was like, and everyone what? pretended that they knew who he exactly. was exactly. Yeah. And I certainly didn't Google it on my phone to be doubly sure that it was Thanos. The um, death thing. That was what, the only yeah. reason that tipped me off. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I it, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, that didn't end up being, like, anything about his character, but whatever. And then um, another great end credit sequence was when uh, the twins were hinted at. When we saw uh, oh, yeah, Wanda when they call, uh, they and Pietro. Miracles. 
Yeah, that was awesome too. And it was like, what? Oh, they're going to do like any time that they surprise us. Like Black Panthers was terrible. It was like, oh, Bucky's better. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Like, like we kind that, of assumed we knew that was happening. Seeing him in Avengers Infinity War trailers, so. exactly. Um, or uh, I guess um, was it Ultron's was pretty lame too, if I recall. But like, I wanted I a more that one was. I, yeah, I I want a big surprise. I wanted to either we already knew Marvel was coming yeah. back. Yeah, okay. and so it's like, oh, so her and Fury have been in contact. Well, we already know that because we know he's in her movie. Like, it in no way, it, like, is supposed to get you excited for that movie, but it's not even the next movie. The next movie is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, which, yeah, the, that's such, it's going to be such a weird change to go from Infinity War to Ant-Man and Wasp, which right. is, I, like, ostensibly kind of comedic. Yeah, and it's going to have to take place, like, right before this all goes down with Avengers, I guess. Um, I would assume so. Something. The timing seems weird. The timing seems really weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know. But I was so underwhelmed by that. I was like, why why give me a teaser for something I already know is happening? And you don't even, like, show her. It'd be one thing if they'd shown her. That would have been really cool. If it had been, like... Oh, I would have gotten goosebumps. She drops down um, or she picks up Tony... Or something, and everybody off Titan or whatever. Um, oh, that would be sick. That. Like, something like that would have been amazing. But, ooh, I just thought of something. What if Pepper died? What if Pepper Potts died while Tony was away? What if she faded away? Well, I guess that would leave Tony with less explanation of why they broke up again. Yeah, right. Because things were not going well at that, after that phone call. No, that that end credit sequence just really, uh, really just just bummed me out. Where I was like, well, yeah, I me mean, too. okay, I guess. Yeah, and like I guess I thought like after all of that, because the last like five minutes of that mo- of the movie were just kind of rough, mm-hmm. and so I kind of just wanted some form of hope, a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, and I feel like we kind of have already sort of talked through with our, like, issues what we would change for the most part. Is there anything else you feel like you would change? Uh, I would definitely change the Soul Stone to require um, a different sacrifice. Like, I, 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 I get why it was that way, but there had been so much speculation about the Soul Stone, and for no one to be right is rewarding, but it also kind of... It, it, because they'd been so deliberate with where all the other stones were and how they had planted them and the way they went about setting them up, it just felt so tacked on mm-hmm. that if I, I think you had two Guardians movies to sow the seed for it very easily, and they just didn't. So, No, all you'd get... That at like the only inkling you get at the beginning that Gamora knows where it is is when Thor's talking about it, and then she kind of gives this like look, like a the child dramatic. who's like, I did not break that cookie jar and glue it back together. That is definitely what? not a thing I did, but I'm a precocious tween, so whatever. 
That's like that's that's how I felt about it. And um it's hard for me because this movie has Empire Strikes Back syndrome where it's a cliffhanger ending, there has to be another film. And so it's not really a complete story arc like it kind of is for Thanos, but for everyone else it's just the midway point. Like for Thanos, his this is a nice little wrap up for his story if he wanted to write, if if Thanos is the hero, um a quick aside, my wife, uh, or should I say the woman who sat next to me, um, has maybe seen two Marvel movies. And so she only asked me two questions the whole time. And I was fine with it. But um, I'm proud of her. When That's Cap impressive. was talking to Bucky, she goes, who's that guy? And I was like, That's Bucky. That's Captain America's best friend. And she goes, Bucky? I was like, yeah, Bucky. She goes, Bucky. His name is Bucky. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what was the other question that now I want to know? It was Bucky. And then, oh, and then who's that when the Red Skull appeared? And I was like, he's awesome. <laughs> so she was like, okay. And then with the, as soon as the movie ended and the final scene played, Courtney goes, well, that was just great. I learned so much about setting goals and achieving your dreams and that nothing's (laughs) impossible if you believe in yourself and follow through on your plans. That was really inspiring. (laughs) It was so funny. I almost fell over. (laughs) I'm glad you married her. Me too. It was great. If only for these stories. Right? And I was like, well, did you have fun? She's like, no, I had fun. Don't really know who any of those characters were, but some of them were really funny. And some of them didn't talk a whole lot. And they all did cool action-y things. So, yeah, it was a good time. That was like, that is exactly what Marvel wants. You can bring somebody to it and they'll still enjoy themselves, even if they have basically no knowledge of it. Um, this did make me want to go rifle through my comics again and, and read some, some older stuff. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, that was a fun, fun little side story. Um, But there's way too many characters in this movie for us to break everyone down. Like, we didn't even mention Scarlet Witch. I mean, there's... (laughs) Sorry. Um, I was like, everyone's talking about how many characters there are. I'm like, well, there won't be soon. I do like that they kind of set up in a way of, I think, now Shuri might be Black Panther. Yeah. She will Which, be way too I, way, really soon. Like if we're if we're going ahead five years, like I bet she is. I also could see her teaming up with Mbaku and like them being like a team in five years, maybe married. Ooh, I could see that. I like this. Although she's pretty young still, so we'll, well see. five years from now, who knows? Um, she's still like twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, right. That's fine. Uh, and Tony's gonna have more gray hair as there's been some onset photos, so. Um, mm. I think uh, Cap is going to be... Gray hair. That's your words. Yeah, right. Gray hair. Cap's going to be morosely depressed. Um, more so than usual. More so than usual. The only other person who knew what he was going through is dead. His well, lover. but hey, maybe someone who was frozen in time since the 90s. Yeah, right. I ship it. Um. Yeah. Here, uh, I'm pulling up the cast list on IMDb. And I'm just okay, well, we'll start. We, so we've discussed that 
I assume, I actually do assume Pepper died, and Tony has basically become a hermit Ella like Bruce Wayne, Batman, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Like, basically that, but older. And I assume that's basically going to be Tony's plot. And then mm-hmm. he's going to fake his own death, and then his butler, uh, Lady Jarvis, will find him in a cafe in Europe. So that's Tony in five years. I like it. Yeah, I, and then, yeah. I think I think the Hulk and um, and Black Widow will have started a uh, a home a little home bakery that's kind of grown into a little business. Uh, since he can't Hulk out anymore, he's kind of useless. So does it have a name? I feel like this was like a setup for a really good name. No, but now it, I I have to think of one. Um, Gamma um. Rachnid Bakery. No. That works. Uh, They're both. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, I mean, most bakeries' names are terrible. Though. Beauty and the Beast Bakery. <laughs> works. Um, Spider-Man yeah, is no, dust. Like, that's what he's doing in Spider-Man. five years. He's dust. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing. Um, uh, who's alive? Thor is... Thor and Rocket, being the only surviving members of my favorite plot line, um, are, have developed, like, they're a team now, and they fly around uh, enacting vengeance on those who have done them wrong. I like it. I like it a lot. I think... Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a buddy cop comedy, basically, is what they're going to have. I think that Nebula is hanging out on Earth because she's going to give uh, Tony and... Oh shit! Who's left on, on Titan? Titan. It was just Nebula and Tony. Oh my god! So she's gonna give him a ride back, I guess. Um, yeah. So I think she's she's hanging around uh, Avengers Tower. Like, she doesn't know where to go. All of her friends and family are dead. So she's like wandering whatever. through Earth. fields of upstate New York. She's like, I hear you like humanoid robots with skin tones that don't appear in nature. Here you go. Mm. Vision and, and Scarlet Witch uh, are dead. Super dead. Yeah. Their storyline was rather depressing. It was. I mean, it was, it was fine, but I'm just not invested in that relationship. I just haven't. Well, yeah, they really like expected us to. And I know in the comics, like they have kids and Yeah, they have a very so. epic romance in the comics, but they just took so long to get to it where it's like, I mean, when after Avengers 4, the original Avengers are probably done mm-hmm. in some way or another. Then I think you have time to really flesh out that relationship but i just didn't care this movie i've had zero time i'm just supposed to be like oh they're in scotland it's cute i really didn't think that they were going to bring it up until later but i guess they were killing them so now yeah but i think they also wanted to like develop an investment in them dying and that choice that she had to make to kill him um yeah, so who who else alive? Uh, uh, no Shuri, uh, which we already talked about, and um, I think I definitely wrote the next Black Panther movie. Yeah, Akoya's alive. Um, 
Yeah, I think she'll be helping out. I think it'll be Mbaku, Okoya, and Shuri are going to be holding down the fort in Wakanda, which who knows how many people are there. Oh my god, I hope they can get Angela Bassett. <gasps> Not Angela Bassett. No, you monsters. Never the Bassett. I'm Have really big. Ba- hound. Yes, thank you. That was the joke I was going to make. Uh, all about that Bassett. Oh. Mm. Shocking that we would make the same joke. Seriously, though, did everyone? Oh, Wong is just like waiting for for Doctor Strange to come back. Has no idea what's been going on. Is just like hanging out at at, at, holding down the fort in New York. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of comes out and he's like, "Streets seem less busy." Goes back in (laughs) because like almost all his buddies died anyway. So he's yeah, yeah. Yeah, this movie made me very excited for another Doctor Strange movie. I really want another Doctor Strange movie now. Never thought I'd Doctor Strange, colon, so Wong. Yeah, so Wong, it's white. (laughs) It's true. Um, Yeah. Maybe Bruce, like, loses the Hulk almost completely and is confused. Like, I can see that. Oh, it can be a metaphor for sexual impotence. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's all the characters. And yeah, the rest are dead, 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 dead. If we didn't bring them up, guys, they're dead. Super dead. God, that was depressing. What would you rename this movie? Or should I go first? Mine's worse. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Uh, I'm just going to... I made it up while we were talking. So, uh, Avengers, colon, balance. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's literally Avengers, all colon, this about. Dust in the wind. Um, no. Uh, mine would be <laughs> going on that uh, inspirational, motivational track that my wife found. Uh, I thought it should be called How to Win Stones and Influence Reality. <laughs> I got another one. I got another one. Go. It's in my spirit of, re- I really liked yours, in my spirit of renaming things that are, uh, of the names of things that already exist. Gone with the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Romancing the stone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> I was going to make a bad joke. I was going to be like, uh, Lord of the Re- Oh, no, it's not funny. No, no. It's okay. I mean, you got Ents, though. You do have Ents. You straight up Which have are- Ents. Basically Groot. Yeah. Yeah. I did like I did like Teenage Groot. I thought it was good. It was a fun bit. Um, and I love that he's the handle for Stormbringer. That made me really happy. Yeah. Especially now that he's dead. I know. Dust Although- in the wind. Uh, so, Dan, did you like this movie? Do you feel like you're going to go see it again? Movie Pass isn't going to let us watch movies more than once again. I don't know why they changed that policy again. Because they're dumb. Um, yeah, I will go see it again, um, but I'm going to wait a little while because there's a lot of lines I missed uh, because the audience was laughing so much. So I'll probably yeah. wait a, a week or so and catch a matinee where there's like nobody there so I can really hear everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to see it again for sure. Um, especially since I have a movie pass, but I don't. You sound like um, my dad. I need to hear everything. No, it's not that I need to. It's that I want to because I know there were quips 
traded that I missed like yeah. the second part of. Um, so yes, yeah, Queen. I will. I will see it again. I recommend if you're invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all, you go see it. And if you're not, just go with a really good attitude, like my wife. <laughs> yeah, and uh, are you excited? That being said, about what's to come. Yeah, but if I the fourth Ant-Man, movie, well, <laughs> okay, so Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, that that'll be fun. I the fir- the first one surprised me for how much I liked it, and um, the Baskin Robin bits alone was fantastic. You know, um, the owner, the his boss in Baskin Robbins, mm-hmm. um, the guy who's his boss, Skyler knows him. Oh no way! Yeah, like he did like a like a, a an Oscar special thing with him like a few years ago in L.A. Cool. He's apparently a really nice guy, but yeah, no, it was funny because he's also in, um that uh, that uh, a stupid and hilarious gesture or whatever the the not lampoon movie on netflix was oh I, yeah it, it's a and yeah it, it's very funny don't get me wrong like i just couldn't remember the the title of the movie but uh yeah he's in that for like a second first nice. it's just famous he's <laughs> such an awkward looking guy that guy works for me and i love that baskin robbins bit so good so good. Uh, and I think Captain Marvel will be fun. I'm really excited just to have Nick Fury back in a movie for a long time because I miss it. I miss it so much. I miss him um, too. I miss him so I miss him so much. But Avengers 4, I need some definite endings. I need some characters to die. I need some characters to ride off into the sunset. That's what I, I need I need some characters to be aliens. Yes. I need some characters to be Skrulls. That's what I need. I need my Skrulls. I was very sad. I, I was very sad that that, I mean, I get why, but I was sad that that was in no way anything. I totally thought it would be. Yeah, I think they might they might set that up. And then it's like the perfect opportunity to recast any one of the Avengers that they want. They could cast a new Tony. They could cast a new Cap. They're they like, could hey, cast guys, no, one, no one's been getting behind Black Widow. What, what do we think we should do? I, I, think, I, think, we need, I think we need someone new. What, who's Ryan Reynolds married to now? Blake Lively. Okay, Blake, Blake Lively. You're Black Widow now. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. You, well, you laughed at it, so that makes you terrible as well. Well, we've been terrible, and we'll see you back here for probably a writing pod at some point soon. Yeah, we, and then I yeah, think we're writing. Got, yeah, we're that's writing a, a lot. Doing. We write a lot. We don't just bitch about other people's shit. Um, and then we got uh, we got more movies coming up. We got uh, Solo, Deadpool 2, other big things. I'm excited to see the new Overboard. <laughs> Marriage has changed you. It has. We're also going to do a three-hour special on I Feel Pretty. So It was meaningful. It was impactful. I don't know what's going on right now. Nothing. Everything. All things. At the same time. We have been slow, and you have been clapping. See you next time, guys. What a bizarre setup. Isn't it? Isn't that a weird one? I'm just trying it out. See how it feels. Keep writing. I don't know.
a Secret Weapon production.